Hello and welcome to StarCast from Planet Waves for the weekend of July 30th, 2021. My name's Eric Francis Coppolino, the host of Planet Waves FM and the author of the Planet Waves Horoscope here with a quick look at the weekend's aspects through Monday. All weekend long, the moon will be in the fixed sign Taurus. This is nice and tidy. It entered uh, Taurus at about 4 p.m. or so Eastern Daylight Time on Friday, and it will uh, make its exit from Taurus uh, early on Monday morning. Looks like around 4 a.m. August 2nd, 2021. All times in this podcast are in Eastern time, whether daylight or standard, wherever we happen to be. And by the way, this podcast is hosted on planetwaves.net. We're now broadcasting out to a diversity of different remote servers here, there, and everywhere. Thank you, Katerina, for that. Okay, so let's look at the moon's uh, trip through the sign Taurus. There's a lot going on in the fixed signs, at least it's a little more exciting and uh, adventurous than what's going on in the cardinal signs, where the moon has been for many, many weekends. Uh, And so now we have uh, a little bit of a different tone and feeling uh, for our weekend. So the moon entered Taurus uh, late the afternoon of Friday, July 30th. And uh, in doing so, it made a trine to Mars and will be making a trine to Venus uh, in in Virgo in the uh, in the Earth sign, so that at least provides uh, for a little bit of harmony. The uh, thing with the uh, trine energy, the quality of a trine is don't think th- don't take things for granted, uh, and you know do a little more than you think you have to. Of course, if you feel like just uh, chilling out and not doing so much, a trine is good for that, but uh, the quality of, uh, of the aspects this weekend is uh, a little bit on the restless side. So uh, let's move on. Uh, one of those restless uh, qualities is that Mars has changed signs. Mars doesn't change signs that often. Uh, Mars can sometimes take uh, six weeks or longer to go through a sign, and it has entered Virgo. Virgo is a mentally a focused sign and somewhat restless and detail-oriented sign. And when Mars changes signs, that has a way of rearranging a lot of things, including, uh, you know, who is asserting themselves, who is on what side, who is the protagonist, who is the antagonist, and so forth. And uh, so there's a little reshuffling that happens when we uh, have a new Mars sign, which we do. Uh, Mars joins Venus in this sign, and, uh, and that's, um, well, that's sexy in a really brainy kind of a way. Uh, the next major whistle stop will be Saturday, very early in the morning, 1240, oh wait, 1247 p.m. Really, we, we stretched that far? Okay, sure, why not? Uh, the, uh, the last quarter, well, except for the last quarter moon, uh, it was just the full moon a week ago, and now the last quarter moon will be at 9.15 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, moon in Taurus. Uh, square the sun uh, in Leo, and also uh, just ahead of that square, Mercury in Leo. Uh, Moon-Mercury 
Uh, squares are often said to be like intuition versus braininess or something. I haven't found that in, uh, in charts like this, uh, that is to say just kind of the charts of passing trends, uh, that it's a uh, particularly troublesome aspect, though um, what we do have is uh, the moon in Taurus square Saturn uh, in Aquarius, and that's at uh, 12.47 p.m., a little bit after noon, Eastern Daylight Time. And th that aspect can have a little bit of, of, uh, of heaviness to it or the sense of thinking uh, that you should be working when you are not. So I suggest that you make a choice uh, whether you want to take it easy or whether you want to get things done and uh, and make your choice and stick with it. it doesn't really make that big of a difference in the in the scheme of things how you feel makes the bigger difference and so if you uh well, you know want want to want to stick to business then stick to business and then if you find that's not working then uh change modes and go to the park or go to the beach or do something like that but the the idea here is uh, don't get too hung up on it saturn uh saturn moon aspects can have uh, as i mentioned a bit of heaviness to them and uh, a, a bit of a sensation of guilt uh so uh, not really helpful to uh, anything or anyone then the moon continues to move along and now uh when we say saturn we also say uranus saturn and uranus are in a fairly rare long lasting as in all year lasting 90 degree aspect uh, so one of the defining features and one of the kind of uh, underlying, let's say, modalities of tension in the air is the square between Saturn and Uranus. And when the moon passes through that square, the whole thing is highlighted. So the moon passes through the square uh, early in the day on Saturday. That is to say, to, you know, a little bit before 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. Uh, which is a little bit before 10 o'clock in, uh, in California, so fairly early in the day. But then by evening, uh, the, uh, the moon is conjunct Uranus, and that's the kind of electrifying, um, potentially, uh, you know, surprise-oriented uh, kind of an aspect. Now, uh, what is interesting, and I haven't really noticed this till now, is that Uranus and a weird little planet called Nessus uh, not an ordinary planet, not an asteroid, a centaur, fairly long period, and uh, let's say deep-acting uh, type of thing. Asteroids aren't usually that deep-acting or long-lasting. Nessus is both, and it is in, uh, it is in Pisces, is uh, in a very close 60-degree aspect uh, to, to Uranus. And, uh, well, I'm not going to say what that's about, but I'm curious... Uh, to move through uh, the uh, the energies all day tomorrow and into the evening and see what that's about. What are my approaches to looking at the minor planets, especially if I'm looking at an aspect that is stumping me a bit, is to live it out and see what's going on, see what bubbles up out of the ethers. And uh, I, I call this uh, a proving, not, not, not proving in the sense of, ha-ha, I'm right, but a, a proving a little bit like yeast and and uh, and and dough rising, right? It's just a, it's a it's a time of seeing what emerges uh, from what uh, the Hindus call the Rita, the all that there is. So, uh, so that that puts the moon at the midpoint of uh, of Taurus tomorrow night. Uh, it is also uh, trying Venus a little bit ahead of that, and we are moving toward. Uh, what day does this actually occur? Eleven. 
So uh, over uh, during the day on Sunday uh, is the conjunction of, uh, of, of the Sun and Mercury. Now, the Sun-Mercury conjunction happens twice in each Mercury cycle. It happens during Mercury retrograde, which is the midpoint of Mercury retrograde. Then it happens uh, during Mercury direct, which is the midpoint of Mercury direct. So uh, as of Sunday, we're equally uh, far away from the last Mercury retrograde and the next Mercury retrograde, <laughs> though I will say that the past couple of days, Mercury has felt very retrograde. It has had that Murphy's Law feeling uh, everything takes longer than you think. If anything can go wrong, it will. Of course, more things can always go wrong, but nonetheless, we've had that uh, that sensation. Uh, and so uh, I have seen positive developments generally. I don't like to usually call aspects positive or negative. It's not that I don't want them to be positive or negative, but rather if you uh, brand them a certain way, they have a way of throwing you a curve or, uh, or, or kind of uh, creating a blind spot. But still, I've seen all kinds of interesting developments uh, that would certainly be uh, viewed as constructive by most people emerging during the, um, what's called the, uh, the exterior or superior alignment of, uh, of, of Mercury and the Sun. During Mercury retrograde, Mercury passes between the Earth and the Sun. Uh, when when the conjunction occurs, when Mercury is direct, Mercury is way to one side of the sun, the Earth is on the other side of the sun, and that is the situation uh, that we are in now. Finally, uh, very early on Monday morning, the late Taurus moon squares Jupiter late in Aquarius uh, about an hour before it enters uh, the new sign which is Gemini. First thing it does in Gemini is make a conjunction to Ceres. Uh, one brief comment, and I, I said a lot more about this on Wednesday. We are now under uh, radically new conditions, or let's say a, a return uh, to some fairly extreme conditions associated with having both Jupiter and Saturn in the sign Aquarius. And this is a lot of social pressure. It is being turned up to 11, and I'm here to tell you what I've always told you in various different ways, but never so relevant as today. Don't fall for it. There's a new Planet Waves FM uh, going up or that went up late on uh, Friday night, usually by about 10 o'clock. That's accessible at planetwaves.net website. Just click the Planet Waves FM tab, and I will now leave you little music from the Planet Waves Ambient Ensemble Vision Quest. Thanks for listening and stay in touch.